Good morning, my friends. I'm Pastor Stephen Brooks. Welcome today to Morning Glory, our midweek Bible study. I'm so happy that you're here. I'd like to invite you to grab your Bibles and meet me today in the book of Isaiah, chapter 3. And we're going to talk about what the Lord says right now in the midst of all the crazy things that are going on within the earth today, troubling things on the news, difficult images placed before our eyes of tragedies around the world, and we need to get fresh insight from headquarters so that we can continue on the straight path that the Lord has for us and to also know the heartbeat of God in this moment. We're going to be talking about that today, and we're going to be in Isaiah chapter 3. But first, let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we go into your word, we ask that your Holy Spirit would come with that wonderful illumination of the scriptures, bringing the life, because Father Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. So Father, let the spirit and the life of your word be brought forth today by the power and the quickening of your Holy Spirit so that it is food for us. It's spiritual food for our inner man our spirit being. Father, we give you praise. We thank you for the work of your spirit and for the mighty power of your word activated in our lives today. We believe it and we receive your word in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Now, before we jump into the message, let me say that we are endeavoring to raise the funds for a new camera for the Studio B where I record all of the Morning Glory programs. And right now it's actually about 1.15 in the morning and I was going to bring a certain message to you today, which was a good teaching message, but in light of all the stuff going on in Afghanistan and these disturbing images uh, that we see which bring such reproach upon our nation because of uh, failure in government to do the right thing. And, uh, and you, know, you think about all the Christians in Afghanistan, those that are left behind, what's going to happen to the girls, uh, what's going to happen to the women with all of these thugs, murderers and rapists uh, within the Taliban group uh, now taking control. And these things, as you see them unfold, you have to be able to get in the spirit to pray above it. And I'm going to address that. But we are raising uh, funds for a new cinema camera. Uh, this is because when I present these Morning Glory messages, this camera has been acting up lately that I'm speaking to you on right now. And we have actually done some recordings where we have lost complete color grading and uh, it fades from a nice full 1080p color uh, straight into something that looks grayscale. And uh, that's that's not good. So before this camera goes completely kaput, let's get us a new one so we can replace it. And let's step up to a cinema camera that will make things look a nice, a lot nicer, a lot better. And you know, the cameras, if you went back uh, 20 years ago, the cameras that were used in the major movie industry that cost at that time $200,000, and some of the cameras they would use in major studios of the world that cost a quarter of a million dollars. That uh, The technology today blows those cameras away. And we can get a camera that's a cinema camera, uh, tax everything, everything bundled together for $7,900. And uh, we can really step up 
our streaming ability. And what we'll do also is that when the ministry, when we travel, I'm going to start taking that camera with me, praise God. And so that when I go to other states or uh, if, you know, like when we jump out to other countries, I'm taking this video camera with us because it has cinema ability. And it's going to be really nice for uh, streaming, for video recording. So thank you for helping us to step it up to a new level with our camera. Praise God. The other camera in the sanctuary uh, is running smooth. Praise God. Uh, But this one, uh, it needs a little help. Praise God. So we're going to get a new one. And I appreciate you sewing towards that. Uh, The camera is $7,900. We've had... Uh, I think about $1,500 come in uh, towards the camera. And uh, so we're moving forward. Praise God. Let's go ahead and knock that out quickly. I want to ask you to do your best to sew into that so that we can step into the new camera. Praise God and get that done. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And remember, so many people on the internet are watching uh, these messages that build faith in their hearts. And as you sew into the ministry of the camera, then you have a direct part in linking with uh, those people that are hearing the word all over the world. And yes, we do have those that watch in persecuted countries where you would be surprised uh, the messages go to. And that's very exciting. So thank you for helping us to broadcast these messages in uh, just the very best. Praise God. And I believe God wants it done with the best. Glory to God. Mm-mm. Praise the Lord. Well, Isaiah chapter 3. I was up, as I was saying, it's a little bit early in the morning because of all the stuff going on. And, uh, you know, you have to pray to rise above all of the voices that are, are, that are in, in the earth. And some of these things, of course, we need to listen to. We need to be aware of news and events and things like that. And uh, you have the uh, 7.2 earthquake in Haiti, and uh, now you have, uh, you know, tropical storms and hurricanes beginning to roll in, uh, so they're really suffering down there in a very, very impoverished nation. And then you have all the stuff going on uh, in Afghanistan with a, uh, a great example of how not to do certain things, such as withdrawal. <laughs> That unfolded before the eyes of the world, and uh, you see the desperation of the Afghani uh, people when they're they're knowing who's coming in, the Taliban, a bunch of thugs and murderers, and, uh, you know, it's just there's a lot going on in the world today, and at the same time, you're endeavoring to stay in faith to do what God has called you to do, so when you shake it all out and it all settles down, what is the Lord saying? And I would like to share with you what the Lord gave me to bring to you today. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 3, For behold, the Lord, the Lord of hosts, takes away from Jerusalem and from Judah the stock and the store, the whole supply of bread and the whole supply of water. I mean, it's, it's a mess what's going on here in Judah, uh, in Jerusalem, an absolute mess. And this, my friends, is the destruction of a nation. You're looking at a time in the history of the southern kingdom of Israel, which would be Jerusalem, Judah, so forth, where there has been tremendous moral deprivation, where there is sin abounding, idolatry abounding, and now 
trouble and chaos are everywhere. You're having economic trouble. You're having famines. You're having all types of uh, uh, skirmishes and little bitty wars breaking out. And you've got a much bigger one coming on the scene. Uh, and that, that one's called the Assyrians. And uh, that's not good. They're going to come into the land and they are absolutely going to uh, just raise things to the ground. They're going to take Israelis prisoner and they're going to haul them off a long, long ways away, marching them away in chains. And so we're beginning to see uh, the demise of a great nation. And it says, the stock and the store, the whole supply of bread and the whole supply of water, the mighty man and the man of war, well, they're all being vaporized. They're being diminished. They're being taken away. People are dying off in war and battle. And it's leaving the Jerusalem people in very dire straits. Verse 4, I will give children to be their princes, and babes shall rule over them. This is what the rabbis call incompetent leadership. This is when you have people that are leading the nation that are not qualified to lead the nation. But yet, there they are, anyhow, doing their thing. And it becomes quite apparent when things begin to unfold, pressure situations and difficult situations that a lot of these people just don't know what to do. The people will be oppressed, every one by another and every one by his neighbor. The child will be insolent toward the elder and the base toward the honorable. And we're seeing that also in society where we are losing moral fabric. And you see young children using very profane, obscene words, even towards adults. And you're seeing people that are very crude and uh, rough around the edges have no respect toward the elders. Uh, it's not unusual today at all to walk through an airport, load it with people, and hear the most profane words uttered out loud, just as normally as you would talk about water or food or drink or a phone or, or, or a book. They're using profane words in the same uh uh, vocabulary as they are normal words and they don't think anything about it and they say it out loud and uh, it's just a it's it's really disgusting really so my friends we see that Jerusalem is in a very difficult place verse 8 for Jerusalem stumbled and Judah is fallen because their tongue and their doings are against the Lord to provoke the eyes of his glory the look on their countenance witnesses against them, and they declare their sin as Sodom. Well, we certainly see that within our nation, the sin of Sodom. Uh, we see it glorified by political leaders. We see it pushed upon others that don't agree with it. Uh, we see it trying to be rammed down, not just the throat of Americans, but really uh, good people all around the world are being suppressed with this uh, propaganda and uh, this agenda of pushing this sin, and they declare their sin as Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to their soul, for they have brought evil upon themselves. Well, Pastor Stephen, it sounds sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, and it got worse too. And when you re when you get up eventually up to Isaiah chapter ten, uh, that's when the Assyrian army comes on the scene, and the different strongholds and fortifications of Southern Judah cannot repel the attacks. And 
when you see an army of a nation and they can't win and they're losing uh, and they should win, but yet they're still losing, that's because God's blessing is being withdrawn. And you see those situations unfolding before our very eyes. Well, Pastor Stephen, this doesn't sound too good. Well, never forget that when you are a covenant child of God, things are Things are different for you. You have a supernatural exemption. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. And God can bless you right in the midst of craziness going on all around you. Look at verse 10. Say to the righteous that it will be well with them, for they shall eat of the fruit of their doings. And that is what the Lord told me to tell you today. He told me to say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. And I'm here today to speak to you that love Jesus, that have Christ in your heart and you love God and you're living for him. It's going to be well with you. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, I think it's very important to understand that with the Lord, there is supernatural protection and that there is an exemption from the midst of chaos and stupid things that can befall cities, even regions, even nations at times. Praise God. And I believe that we need to claim this exemption. We need to believe it. And I'll tell you this, that if you will really trust God and hold to him, this exemption from tragedy, this exemption from the sword, this exemption from famine, this power of God's covenant in your life will work for you regardless of where you live. I'm not just talking to Americans. Like I said, there's many that watch these messages in persecuted countries where the gospel, the preaching of the gospel is literally banned. And you would go to prison if you stood up and start and started preaching. But there was people in these countries that are listening to these messages as long as, uh, as excuse me, as well as many of my friends in America, and also Europe, Canada, etc., and other parts of the world. As we have online church members as far as China, as far as uh, New Zealand and Australia, praise the Lord, and as close, uh, as close as just a few miles from here, five miles down the street, we have an online church member. <laughs> in many states, praise God. But I'm here to tell you that wherever you live, when you live for God, and you live for Jesus, and you know that God keeps covenant, I'm I'm here to tell you that for the righteous, it shall be well with them. Well, that's good, Pastor Stephen. I I thought maybe somebody was going to tell me that I'm going to get a sword poked through me. No, I'm here to tell you that God says it's going to be well with you. You could literally literally be in a place like... um, the capital of Afghanistan, where the city has been overrun, uh, not by good people. And you're thinking, wow, this is not good. We know what they do. They don't just uh, see the Taliban. For those of you that really know, the Taliban uh, is angry right now. They're not just looking for people to convert. They're, uh, in other words, for those that were Christians that never converted, they're not looking for conversions now. They're looking to kill the Christians, that they want revenge, and uh, they are looking to execute Christians particularly. And so 
God has an ability to protect, to hide, to deliver. Woo, praise God. It doesn't matter if it's Moses and, uh, you know, the word has gone out, kill all the young boys, kill all the baby boys. But Moses' parents, it said they did not fear the edict of the king, of, the, of what Pharaoh said. And they realized they had a beautiful child, and that's their child. They're like, no, we're not going to feed our kid to the crocodiles. We're not throwing him in the river. How stupid. We're not going to do that. And God protected that baby right beneath Pharaoh's nose. And even God used Pharaoh's household to raise Moses and to pay his mother wages. Woo, praise God. I tell you what, God will work for you if you just trust him. He'll deliver you, and things can go well with you. Did you hear that? Things can go well with you. Now that's what, that's what they were looking at in Jerusalem. You had a lot of, uh, Jews at that time who had fallen away from Jehovah and they were not worshiping Jehovah. They're worshiping all the false gods and all the, you know, stupid rocks, trees and stones and stars and the moon and stuff like that. And they had gone into idolatry and, uh, they're dying. And a lot more are, are about to die. But God says right in the midst of that to the righteous, to those that really love him and live for him, that it shall be well with them. Even, even with the Assyrians coming on the scene, even with all the bad things happening, it shall be well with the righteous. Woo! My friends, this is actually the time for your lifting. Mm-mm. Did you know that? This is the time for your lifting up. Praise God. See, in the last days, there's going to be things that will make men's hearts shake and tremble with fear for what they see on the news and what they see on TV. But this is the time for the lifting of God's people. Praise God. This is the time that the church is coming into the glory, the miracles, the signs, and the wonders. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mm, 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 mm. For they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Woe to the wicked. It shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hand shall be given him. So, my friends, as believers, you cannot be riding on the fence right now. What I mean by that is you can't try to live a double life. You have to really walk with the Lord, and you have to live for him. You have to live in obedience, and you can't be acting in wickedness. Because if you're acting in wickedness, you're going to go down just like all the others. You could... uh, you could get shot just like all the others. I mean, there are some cities uh, in America, like Chicago, where people are getting killed every weekend. You could be an innocent bystander or an innocent person just walking through a certain area, and, you know, a bullet could hit you. But you know what? When you are right with God, when you're right with God, there is protection for the covenant child of God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Always has been always will be. God is able to deliver his people. Praise the Lord. Now, some of you might be wondering, well, Pastor Stephen, then why do some Christians uh, in times of great uh, distress or when society breaks down, why do they die? Very simply because many don't know their covenant rights. They don't know that God can protect them. And I've heard story after story of how throughout church history of how God has protected his people Uh, when the butchers came in and just started killing people, but yet God told me he would always tell his covenant people what to do. Mm, 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 mm. Praise the Lord. You know, I used to be a chapter president for Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship International, and that was a 
ministry founded by Demas Shikarian. And when he passed on, his son Richard Shikarian uh, took the mantle and led it. And of course, he passed away a few years ago. But Demas was an Armenian, and he escaped from his home country because the Turks, and when we say the Turks, you're, you know, you're, you're talking about the Muslims, right? This is, this is radical is, Islamic uh, people that actually literally believe the Torah, which is to kill the infidels. And they started, uh, you know, murdering uh, hundreds of thousands of Armenians. But the Lord had spoken through the Holy Spirit to many in the church. And uh, see, the, the Armenian, uh, most of the Armenians were Orthodox and very, very few were Christian in the sense of what you would say with the, like born again and not just being Orthodox religious. In other words, you could be in an Orthodox church. That doesn't necessarily mean you're born again. But for the ones that were born again and can hear the voice of God, the Holy Spirit told them, get out and leave. Get out, get out and leave. And Demas' parents did. And they came to America while those that could not hear the voice of God uh, countless countless uh, Christians were slaughtered, and uh, really, really it was a massacre, a genocide-type attempt. But my friends, God has delivered His people that can hear His voice, that, that will walk with Him. He has delivered them over and over throughout the centuries, and He'll do it again today. And not only can He deliver, but He can lift up. He can use it for a means of lifting up and promotion, even as Demas Shikarian went on to be a great uh, cattle baron and uh, uh, just really uh, succeeded and did very, very well in life. Now, we're very close to this verse. Let's take a look at it. One of my favorite verses in the Bible, Isaiah chapter 1. We're going to look at verse 19, but let's start in verse 18. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, kind of sounds like America right now, right? Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Now verse 19. Now you come into this phenomenal promise. If, now the word if denotes conditions. If, If you're willing to meet the terms and conditions, then you get the associated blessing. If you are willing and obedient... We have two conditions to this promise coming into fulfillment. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So you need to be willing and obedient. You have to have have both working in your life, not just one. You have to have both. You have to be willing. You have to, in other words, to be obedient means you're doing what God wants you to do. But to be willing means that you have a good heart. And that your heart is in it, and you're not just being robotic. You're not. You're not just being a mechanical Christian in the sense that you're going through the uh, through the steps, so to speak. But you you're not really into the things of God. No, no. Your heart is all in with the Lord, and at the same time, you're being obedient. And as the Lord Jesus said, He said, "My commandments are not burdensome." He said, "My yoke is easy, and my burden is light." Woo! Can you shout? Hallelujah. Mm -mm. Now, if you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Well, of course, we could reverse engineer this scripture. And basically, we can say that if you're not willing, and if you're not obedient, then you're not going to eat the good of the land. And we see that, of course, verified in verse 20. But if you refuse and rebel, 
which is what they chose to do. The majority chose to refuse and rebel. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And the word of the Lord continues to speak. God continues to speak his word by the Holy Spirit through the prophetic utterance. And if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. So you can't have partial obedience. You can't try to serve the Lord and then try to see how much of the world you can live in the world and, you know, have the, have the world accept you and love you while you, you kind of like play, play like you're a sinner. And then you try to also want to be a Christian. So, you know, I mean, uh, who doesn't want to go to heaven, right? <laughs> so you, you want to go to heaven. So you try to serve the Lord, but at the same time, you, you're really filling that pool of the world and you're wanting to have a fun time over there. That's a very, very dangerous place. And, um, uh, it, you, you're not going to have that that protection. You're not going to have the, that covenant enacted in your life unless you're completely willing and obedient. Now, here's what's amazing. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Now, notice the context. This is with others dying by the sword. This is with a massive foreign army coming in and taking and taking over. But if you are willing and obedient, you're still going to eat the good of the land. Because remember, when the Assyrians hauled all the rebels off, uh, the, those that they hadn't killed in battle, they left a whole bunch of people in the land. And, uh, you know, and the Assyrian army left. So there were those that survived, and there were those that came out of it, uh, you know, made it through it, and God protected them and, uh, and blessed them. So if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. And the Lord would say that to you today, even with all of these difficulties going on. And look, you need to be blessed so that you can be a blessing. You need to be blessed so that you can be that, that like the church, the city, set on the hill, shining the gospel light, having extra so that you can be a blessing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, you shall eat the good of the land. That is a reference to living in the best, driving the best, wearing the best, eating the best. It really is a reference that if you serve God with all of your heart, you're obedient to him and you're, you're in it, your heart's in it, you're willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. That completely destroys any uh, prosperity, uh, excuse me, poverty mentality. It builds up prosperity mentality. It destroys poverty thinking. Praise the Lord. God wants you blessed. God wants you to eat the good of the land. Mm-mm. God wants you to know that when you live for him and serve him, it's going to be well with the righteous. Just say that. Lift your hands and say, it will be well with me. Regardless of where you're at in the world and what's going on around you, say, it will be well with me. Mm-mm. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now believe that, and you'll see that God's promises and God's protection is true. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 30. These are just some scriptures that have been coming to me over the last few hours. As, I, as I've been meditating on them, as God wants to bless you right in the middle of crazy stuff. Amen. Th- again, this is this is very similar to Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 and 2. Arise, shine, for the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And there's gross darkness in the earth. And when there's gross darkness, people do stupid things. People make dumb decisions. 
and bad things happen. But God's glory, God's glory is rising upon you now. This is actually your time to shine. And as you shine, you'll be able to help people. You'll be able to minister the good news, the gospel. Praise God. You'll be able to pray for people. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 30, verse 15. See, I have set before you today life and good. Life and good is what God wants you to walk in. Life and good is what God wants you to experience. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. In that I command you, in other words, this is not an option. Now you can choose. You have the choice. It's set before you, okay? But God's commanding you. He's commanding you uh, today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments, his statutes, and his judgments. Why? That you may live and multiply. That you may live and multiply. God wants you to multiply. God wants you, uh, he wants this to be a year of tremendous increase and multiplication for you. This is not a time for you to go backwards. This is not a time for decrease. This is the time of your lifting right in the midst of all of these things that are taking place before us. Praise God. Mm -mm. The Lord your God will bless you Okay, so it says, uh, you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land which you go to possess. God is intending to bless you. God wants to bless you. Praise the Lord. You must have a willing and obedient heart. Praise God. Mm-mm. Verse 19, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. If you're watching me today and you're a backslidden Christian, God commands you, choose life. And he he tells you when? Today, not tomorrow. Today, choose life. Choose Jesus Christ and say no to death. Say no to sin because Spiritual death leads to physical death, and that leads to eternal damnation and separation from God. Mm -mm. Choose life. Choose Jesus. Those of you that belong to the Lord and are walking with God, obey His commandments. Praise the Lord. Mm -mm. Be willing and obedient. Woo! Praise God. Hallelujah. And you'll be eating the good of the land because this is the time for your lifting and your promotion. Mm-mm. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because, because you obey the voice of the Lord, your God. There is tremendous, I cannot overstate that. There is tremendous confidence that comes into the heart of the believer who obeys the commandments of God. And there is condemnation 
in a sense, against your conscience, against uh, the person that disobeys the commandments of God and just willfully just keeps on going in a, down a path where they're, they're violating the commandments of the Lord. And in your heart, you know, that's not right. Praise God. But my friends, when you turn from death and you turn to life and you turn to Jesus and you say, I'm not doing that stuff. Mm-mm. I'm not messing around with that. I'm living for God because I'm going to walk in the, I'm going to walk in his commandments. I'm going to walk in his blessings. There's, there's no limit on how God can lift you so that you're, you're making a, a, an impact that's reaching other nations. And there's other nations that are going to need help. There's other nations that are going to have uh, great, great shakings. And we're going to also see uh, other types of war type scenarios that are going to break out. And we need to have storehouses of blessing so that we can extend in there and help with the gospel, presenting the gospel. Because don't, don't, don't wait for the atheists to do it. They're not going to show up with their supplies and their help. Don't, don't wait for the atheist to open a hospital. Mm-mm. My friends, don't wait for, you know, the liberals that hate God and scream against God and those who hold to biblical values. Don't wait for them to help you because they don't care. They're in, they're in this mode of survival which is it's all about them, and they don't care about anybody else as long as they're taken care of. But you know what? They're going to have problems too. But my friends, oh, by the way, they're going to have money problems. They don't know it. They don't think they're going to, but they are. Mark my words, they are. Mm -mm. And watch, they'll crack. They'll crack like a little scrawny egg, like the thinnest egg. They'll crack so fast and so quick, and you'll see the whole time. They weren't leaders. They were frauds, and money was their God. And if you take their God away from them, they're nothing. They melt onto the pavement. (laughs) And you're going to see it. You're going to see it happen. Lord, we give you praise. Now, for us as believers, Jesus Christ is the Lord of hosts. He is our mighty general. He is the captain of our salvation, and he is lifting us up. He is lifting his people up, praise God, because the church and only the church is going to have the answers in the last days. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory, glory, glory to God. Praise the Lord. Mm -mm. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord, your God. Praise the Lord. I see the Lord working mightily through you. Mm -mm. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Ooh, watch out. You might have two homes, one in the city, one in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies to rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. And we're going to begin to see that where the the fear of the Lord, which is the terror of the Lord, will begin to rest upon the remnant bride of Christ, will rest upon the church, the end time church. And um, 
uh, people will be very, very leery. I'm talking about sinners and ungodly people. They'll be very, very leery about endeavoring to touch or hurt the church because of the glory resting upon a church and the divine retribution that will come swiftly against those who endeavor to hurt the Lord's bride. Praise God. The Lord will command. Now, this is fascinating. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Praise God. I see that we're going to come into a time where in a moment when in one night you could wake up in the morning and all of your storehouses are filled with money. They're filled to overflowing. Well, Pastor Stephen, that sounds very exciting. What should I do? Tithe. First thing, tithe on all of your increase. Honor God. Tithe. Hallelujah. On all of your increase and sow a seed. Praise God. And, and be active in the, in the work of the Lord. Praise God. It's only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Praise the Lord. Mm-mm. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Praise the Lord. So that's the great challenge for the church in this moment in which we're living is to walk in his ways because society and culture is trying to permeate the church and is trying to say, oh, don't walk in those ways. Those are archaic. Those are old-fashioned. Those don't work anymore. Those are not modern. We don't need that anymore. Come walk in these new ways. And I'm telling you that so-called new way will take you right to hell. My friends, we're going to walk in God's eternal ways. Mm -mm. And when we do that, we will continue to experience God's goodness. And listen, when you walk in God's ways, you're going to eat the good of the land. Woo! So I'm telling you, there's rewards in obedience. Mm -mm. There's wages of righteousness. Oh, Oh, by the way, there's wages of sin also. And you know what it is? The scripture says the wages of sin is death. That's spiritual death. Mm -mm. We're not messing with that crowd. We're not getting into that lane. We're staying on the good lane. Praise God. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. And so there is that establishing, that stabilizing of the believer, of the child of God in the faith. And I want to talk about something just for a moment. I want to read a scripture, and I want to read it from the. Um, I want to read it from the New Living Translation. It's Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-four, and it says, "Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to His cross and crucified them there." Now, there's nothing wrong with passions and desires. But there is something terribly wrong with passions and desires of the flesh, of, as the Weymouth translation says, of the lower base nature. Ooh, that's those passions and desires. <laughs> There's only one place for them to go. Where's that, Pastor Stephen? That's on the cross. And Jesus has a cross for each one of us. Praise God. And my friends, that's what we have to do. We have to take those crude base passions and desire and desires of the sinful nature and we have to have them crucified so those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there if you don't do this you're never going to eat the good of the land 
And if somebody tells you that you can, they're lying to you. My friends, you can't get into the full rich blessings of God without obedience, without honoring the Lord with your, the way that you live, with your body, your spirit, your soul. Hallelujah. Now, some others do have some blessings, and they're compromising. But if you compromise, you, you've also got the enemy in there, and he's going to bring, anytime he comes in, he's going to bring chaos. So when the Lord blesses, there's peace. And when the, when the Lord blesses, the blessing of the Lord makes rich. That's, that's B-I-B-L-E, my friends. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. So when you allow the Lord to bless you, and that blessing comes from keeping his commandments, living a holy life, and God will bless you, that blessing can make you rich. And when the Lord makes you rich, there's no sorrow with it because you didn't cheat. You're not doing something wrong. And uh, now you can enjoy the blessings of the Lord. But my friends, also from a new covenant perspective, we have to walk in a place where those uh, very strong urges of the flesh that could quickly go out of control unless they're dealt with, they must be dealt with. And we see that those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. You know, I was listening to an old prophet one time, and he talked about the time that he was sitting up on the church platform. He wasn't going to speak, but he was sitting up on the, the raised area. And as he was sitting up there, he went into a vision, and he saw Jesus on the cross. And then in that vision, he saw himself lifted up and superimposed on that cross into the Lord. And when he was on that cross, looking out through the eyes of Jesus himself, he heard these words, I have been crucified with Christ. And he knew that he had reached a place of dying to self, where he could now say, like Paul did, I have been crucified with Christ. Let me say this. There is a point in your life where you can really push into the Lord and you can know. I mean, there's an exact moment, you know, hey, those sinful passions just bit the dust. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't ever have to deal with your body because as long as we're on this earth in a flesh and blood body, we have to deal with it. We have to keep it under control. But there is a moment you can know, wow, the 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 the, the spikes, the nails just got driven in. <laughs> And I've been hanging here so long that it, th that death effect of the crucifixion is working and that stuff has gone under and it's not bugging me anymore. Pastor Stephen, I, I would like to experience that. Well, my brother, my sister, come up on the cross. Praise the Lord. Take up your cross daily. Praise God. And there is that dying effect. And when those uh, passions and those carnal impulses are crucified. I'm telling you, to the praying man or woman of God, you'll, you'll instantly know it. You'll know, Lord, it's, it's working. It's happened. Woo! Praise God. Well, what do you do when you come into that? You maintain that. You keep walking in that. And that is more of what I would call the fullness of the Christian experience. And where you're walking in that, also, Paul says, you're now also walking in the Spirit. That's what happens when you, you've put those things to death. You're now walking in the Spirit. 
And when you're walking in the Spirit, you're more than a match for the devil because you're walking in the power of the Holy Spirit. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I want to highlight again the scripture of Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10. Say to the righteous that it shall be well with them. So I am here today sharing this utterance of the Lord with you today to let you know that it's going to be well with you. So don't let this be a time where you pull back because of what's taking place in the earth. Let it be a time that you move forward swiftly. I mean, run in the spirit forward, run to the Lord and serve the Lord and use your faith to break forth into what the Lord has deemed as your inheritance and take it, praise God, because you're going to need it to be the blessing that God has called you to be. Praise God. Amen. Glory, glory to God. If you're watching today's program and you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, again, God commands that you choose life. Mm -mm. So right now, Obey the Lord and accept Christ as your Savior. Accept His eternal life and forgiveness of sins. Just pray this prayer after me. I'll lead you right into salvation in Christ. Pray this. Say, Lord Jesus, you died to save sinners, and I'm a sinner. And Jesus, you died on the cross to save me from my sins, and you rose on the third day. Jesus, I put my trust in you. Save me now. Wash all of my sins away. Write my name in your book of life. Save me now. Jesus, in your name I pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. It's done. It's done. Goodbye, devil. Hallelujah. Goodbye to all of his junk. Praise the Lord. Amen. Live for the Lord. Live for him with all of your heart. Praise God. Now, let's take Holy Communion today. Grab some unleavened bread and some grape juice. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 God has ways of protecting his people. Mm -mm. I have a a book in my library, and I wish I could have met the author. He and I uh, both spoke at the same church, but we were there on different weeks. He had spoke just the week before I came, and I followed and came the next week. And uh, uh, I, But I got his book, and this one minister talked about the time that he was in a certain uh, city, and the city was raided by radical Muslims. And they came in, they began to butcher people, they be, Christians, of course, they began to kill all the Christians. And he had a man running towards him. So th this minister, who's a prophet, he had a, he had a demon-possessed wild man running towards him with the machete lifted, and he was going to split this man right in half with the machete. And this man uh, said, as this... Uh, a radical Muslim ran towards him to kill him with the machete. Right when, and he brought the machete up, and right as he brought it down, boom, the Holy Spirit translated the man, translated him physically from right where he was standing, 
And when the man brought the machete down, he swung through nothing but air because God translated this man to another city quite some distance away. And he said it was uh, it was a pretty wild translation because where God sent him to, he, uh, he appeared in a like real high end. I think it was like a like a hotel lobby, and it he, they were serving like really nice appetizers and things like that. And so he appeared standing there right when a waiter came up to him with a tray with all kinds of beautiful snacks on it, and asked him if he wanted one. And he's thinking, I just got translate it from this crazy place where this guy almost killed me. And uh, now this man's serving me all this food. Well, yeah, he had some stacks. And see, the Lord, he'll refresh you. He'll take care of you. And the Lord will deliver you. But you have to believe that he could, that he is the Lord of hosts. You have to believe in the Lord and his mighty angels that the Lord's able to protect you and watch over you. Glory, glory, glory to God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the bread, the juice. We consecrate it through this prayer. We set this apart as holy. This is now the flesh and the blood of Jesus. And Father, as we receive the, the flesh of Jesus, we thank you that we're going forward. We are moving forward by the power of your spirit. This is the time for the church to receive your glory, your glory. And, and the Lord, it's your glory, so we, we give you all the praise, but it's resting upon us. And we thank you for answers, solutions, increase. We thank you for money miracles. We thank you for translations. Hallelujah. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for safety. We give you praise, praise, praise. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. We thank you that it shall be well with us. And we receive the word the flesh of Jesus now. Amen. Let's partake. Praise God. As we receive the blood of Jesus, I want you to receive the understanding that you shall eat the good of the land. Mm -hmm. Woo. Praise the Lord. Well, Pastor Steve, I'm ready to go live in a cave. No, God's got something a lot better planned for you than a cave. Mm -hmm. This is the time for your lifting up. Let the devil go live in the cave. Let, 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 a, let a sinner who hates God, let them go live in the cave. Praise God. God's going to do a miracle in your life. Mm -mm. Well, Pastor Stephen, it seems like all the wicked people that have the money, all the billionaires have the money, or a bunch of wicked people that hate God, that hate America. Oh, God's going to bless his people. Hallelujah. With mighty provision for the preaching of the gospel, we're going to preach it all over the world so that everybody hears. Hallelujah. We're going to see the great end time harvest. We're going to get this thing wrapped up, get the job done, and go out of here and spend eternity with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mm -hmm. well, Pastor Steve, I, I, I don't know if God could bless me with wealth. I don't know if I can handle that. Well, don't go to heaven because I don't know what you're going to do to, uh, in heaven if you can't handle wealth. Praise God, because it's everywhere. <laughs> Woo, praise God. Mm, don't shy away from your inheritance to be a blessing. Praise the Lord. Mm, mm. Oh, Pastor Stephen, I don't want much. I don't need much. Well, it's, uh, who said it's about your needs? What about others? Maybe you don't want a lot, but that doesn't mean you can't have a lot so you can't, so, so that you could give a lot. Praise the Lord. Mm, mm. 
Maybe you want to uh, keep 10%, give 90% away. The, the, nobody said you had to keep it all. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. Woo! You shall eat the good of the land. The good, the good of the land. For the glory of the Lord for his sake. Father, we receive the blood of Jesus. We receive forgiveness and cleansing from sin. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Father God. Oh, God, we give you praise. We lift up the suffering, persecuted church. And Lord, we thank you for provision so that we can bring relief in special, special ways. And we also pray for them, oh God. Pray for them for strength. Thank you, Father God, and deliverance. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's receive. Praise the Lord. Glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, my friends, thank you for joining me today. Thank you also for helping the ministry to move forward to be able to purchase the new cinema camera. The price again, $7,900. And uh, we've had about 1500 come in. So let's go ahead and knock that out and get this camera and keep moving forward in the things that God has called us to do. And thank you for supporting this work. As soon as this, the provision for the camera comes in, I'm pulling that off of the website because this is a very small project. Let's knock it out quick for God's glory. And remember, anybody that as you're sewing into this camera, you're directly being involved with sending the gospel to the most remote nations of, on the face of the earth. Praise God. And, and remember, how can they how can they respond to Christ if they don't hear? Well, Pastor Stephen, maybe a rock or tree will teach them. No, 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 no. We have to go. And the way that we go is through any and every available platform over the internet, TV, any way we can do it. Since this is internet, let's bring it to them in uh, very high clarity with a nice picture. Let's get a very nice camera. Thank you for helping us to do that. And as you sow into it, may the Lord bless you mightily. Praise God. Thank you for your love for souls and your great esteem and value upon the teaching of God's word. Mm-mm. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Great was the company, it says in Scripture in the Psalms. Great was the company that published the word. Well, we're publishing it through teaching over the internet. Praise the Lord. As well as podcast. It's really amazing how many people listen to all the different podcasts. By the way, if you haven't been to our website in a while, click on the podcast link and look at all of the different podcasts that we are on. It's going all over the world, and it's very exciting. Thank you for helping us with the camera, and I look forward to seeing you back next time. Till then, stay blessed. Bye-bye.